0: dental practice lessons from an extremely unlikely source that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode of the dental practice fixers podcast for dentists featuring mystery shopper calls we always do our mystery shopper calls hey i'm dr rich maddow co-founder of the maddow center for dental practice success and it is so great to be here with you today and i am so psyched because i've got some fun stories and of course our Hilarious, incredible, frustrating, learning, mystery shopper calls, which we'll get to in just a minute. But um, today we've got some business lessons from someone who you would never think was going to offer you lessons for your dental practice. So I'm really excited about that. I just want to remind you, please reference the show notes because I stuck five very important links in there that you do not want to miss, including one that will let you subscribe to our e-letter. I write an e-letter just about every single day. And it's always about great dental practice lessons and stories. Sometimes it announces upcoming webinars, other educational opportunities. So you do not want to miss that. Check that out in our show notes. And if you want to subscribe to that newsletter directly, you can go to madow.com slash newsletter, M-A-D-O-W.com slash newsletter. And guess what? We're going to do a drawing for a Dental Practice Fixers coffee mug. What a nice item. Everybody who signs up for the newsletter is going to be eligible for the draw. So maybe next time you listen to this podcast, you can be sitting at your desk relaxing and sipping great coffee or tea from your Dental Practice Fixers mug. Fun stuff. Okay. You know, It's really fun to brainstorm and try new things when it comes to growing your practice, but it's also fun and maybe even more efficient to copy successful strategies that have worked for others, that others have implemented. I got to tell you, I'm not a fast food fan. I pretty much do not eat fast food. Or wander into fast food establishments. Now, fast casual, that's different. That's a different category altogether. But fast food, um, I don't really eat. But I think everybody listening to the podcast knows that the number one fast food chain, both in the US and internationally, for decades has been McDonald's. So they got to be doing something right. So I always say when the Golden Arches talks, It's a good time to listen. I want to just take you back a few years. Um, The very first dental practice I purchased, this thing was a disaster. It was a small, cramped, kind of three-chair affair with room for one more chair, maybe two more. I think we did wind up putting five ops in there eventually. It was in a nondescript shopping center in a nondescript suburb of Baltimore that I never heard of before I happenstance upon this practice. It was bankrupt probably a few weeks before a padlock was going to be put on the door, but I somehow found this practice and made a deal to purchase it for a low price. But before I did that, before I signed on the line, you can imagine what my advisors, my accountant, my attorney, some of my colleagues and friends and family members were even saying, they were saying, Rich, don't do it. Like, why would you want to buy this? Bankrupt practice that sucks. I mean, why start on such a downer note? And, you know, they might have been right, but um, <laughs> but they weren't, as it turns out, fortunately. Um, and, and there were a few reasons I was confident that the practice was going to be successful. One of them had to do with the location of the practice. Now, without going into much detail, I'm a lifelong Baltimorean, but I was not familiar with this suburb at all. It was kind of a sleepy, small town. I had never really been there before. And there was pretty much one street intersection, a small intersection in the entire town. It was about three blocks from this practice. And at that intersection, there was a small McDonald's, kind of a country-ish McDonald's. It looked like one of the first McDonald's in the area, probably was. But I did look at it and see that there was a huge makeover taking place they were making over this mcdonald's um you know they had all the construction equipment out there they were putting in the double drive through the playland, land expanding the seating capacity all these things you could tell they were probably tripling the capacity sinking a ton of money into it and looking around the area, it was really hard to see why, but I knew that those bigwigs at McDonald's Corporation in Illinois probably did tons of research, both marketing research, um, geography studies, whatever you call them, seeing what was going to go on in this town in order to invest all this money. You know, McDonald's, they like never go out of business. They really know what they're doing. Their locations are so successful. So I figured they knew what they were doing. And sure enough, they were right. Um, over the next few years, this town became kind of a bedroom community for people who worked at a huge hospital. Uh, Baltimore, Washington International Airport was going through massive expansions and a lot of people, airline personnel and people like that um, lived in this community. There was a large military base nearby, so a lot of retired military people were in the area. Defense contractors, because Baltimore Washington area is huge with that. Um, Even people who worked at the National Security Agency, NSA. I got to tell you a little sidebar. You think it's tough to have conversations and chit chat with your patients. Try talking to somebody who works at NSA. It's impossible. They're like trained to be tight-lipped. But anyway, the bottom line kind of was that, you know, it looked like housing prices in Baltimore and in Washington were just going through the roof. And people were looking for these maybe smaller suburbs, bedroom communities where they could afford a nice house and still commute to their jobs in either Baltimore or Washington. And this area was one of those areas. So schools expanded, houses, apartments, townhouses, businesses were all being built like crazy over the next couple of years. And many of these people became my patients. And they were just, just, just the greatest, nicest people in the world. I mean, I had people like, as I said, airline personnel, hospital people, teachers, um, you know, local business owners who would support the community, just all kinds of great people. Many of them had excellent dental insurance, and they were just just really cool people, teachers, et cetera, et cetera, um, defense industry folks. Now, of course, a million dentists also moved to the area, but fortunately, I, you know, I was learning the customer service skills and the clinical skills that would make me one of the top practices there, and it turned out to be just a fabulous area to practice. And the lesson here is that instead of listening to all the so called experts, you know, number crunchers, accountants, attorneys, whatever, I kind of took a flyer and went with the marketing geniuses and the research geniuses of McDonald's and figured they are putting all this time, money, energy, capacity into this area. There's probably something here that other people just don't see. So I took a chance, bought this bankroll practice, and worked really hard. And the practice just became an amazing one that I eventually did sell for quite a large profit. So that was a great success story. And that was a lesson from McDonald's. Okay, let's do a few more lessons from McDonald's since we're having so much fun here. Here's one. There's this famous line that McDonald's invented. It's a line that they say after you place your order. It's been... mocked, it's been copied, it's been repeated, it's been revered, it's been made fun of by comedians, whatever. And I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. And that line is, would you like fries with that? It's a great line. I mean, you think about it, you go place your order, uh, my favorite order of all time, a Big Mac and a Diet Coke. That Diet Coke is really going to help things after the Big Mac. And that person, that high school student, many times it's their first job. They don't really know what they're doing and they're not great at it yet. They'll just look at you right in the eye and say would you like fries with that and what do you say you say yes i would love fries with that i know they're gonna flag my arteries and give me all kinds of fat and sugar out on me but mcdonald's fries sure are tasty and i would love fries with that give me some extra ketchups too and they found that in the first year after training their um i don't know what you call them their order takers to say that line their sales went up over 27 percent so that's pretty cool so You know, Economics 101 would say that if you were to increase your revenues, then there are only a few things you could do. One is to increase the amount of customers you have, in our case, our patients. And the other is to increase the average sale per customer. In our case, better treatment plan acceptance, having our patients say yes to the more sophisticated and costly procedures. So that's what McDonald's did. They increased their sales per customer. So we have some kind of line like, would you like fries with that? Can we do it in our And and let's dissect this for a second. Notice the line, would you like fries with that? It's very simple. You confidently look the customer right in the eye and say, would you like fries with that? And then you just pause. You don't say anything else. And they always say yes. McDonald's isn't making this into some kind of difficult to understand line. I mean, they're not saying like, uh, uh, may you be inclined to consider the addition of a side dish comprised of thinly sliced Deep-fried potato batons, commonly referred to as fries, as an accompaniment to your current selection in order to enhance and complement your dining experience. They're not saying that. They're saying, would you like fries or that? And it's kind of the same thing when we present treatment, especially a patient who's symptomatic, who comes in with some pain, a chipped tooth, bleeding gums, whatever. Just stay confident, stay simple, look them right in the eye. My favorite line is something along the lines of, I see what the problem is and I can fix it. So this is our second lesson from McDonald's, the marketing geniuses. Let's learn to do what they did. You keep it simple. You always offer your best. You offer more. If that's what the patient needs, you look them right in the eye and you've confidently stated, would you like fries with that? I know what the problem is and I can fix it. And when you do it, it usually ends with a yes. And of course, keep your, you know, when you have to explain the procedure, keep it simple. Keep your explanations as simple as, would you like fries with that? Two great lessons from McDonald's. Let's squeeze one more lesson in before we get to our mystery shopper calls. Uh, One thing is that, back to McDonald's, yes, they're incredibly successful. Yes, their marketing is great. But they also try a lot of things that turn out to be flops, whether it's a TV ad, a radio ad, a coupon mailer. Um, some kind of online pop-up added the bowling alley scorecard they do so many different things and they also test market a lot of different foods and many of them you know look the big mac and the filet of fish their standard offerings they were test markets as a matter of fact i remember when i was a kid so um, i was born in 1958 i'm 64 years old now when i was a kid i remember the first mcdonald's coming to our area In Baltimore, Maryland. I'm sure they were already established in other parts of the country. But when they came to our area, all they had was hamburger, cheeseburger, french fries, and shake. That was their menu. And when they introduced something like the filet of fish that was pretty wild. That was a big addition. The Big Mac, oh man, that came with a lot of fair-fair, fanfare, fair-fair too, I guess. Uh, But in between, and up until today, they test market a ton of foods as well. And you know not all of them are successful. And I just Googled a little bit before going live here, a list of some of the foods that they've test marketed over the years. So I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to read you a list of maybe 10 of McDonald's flops. Um, One is the Arch Deluxe. I never heard of that. That was marketed as like an adults only burger. This isn't for kids. Didn't make it. One was called a McLean, like clean, the word clean, McLean. Deluxe, which was a diet-friendly burger. Maybe it was big in McLean, Virginia. I don't know, but that didn't make it. Pizza. They tried pizza. That didn't work. This one I love, the Hula Burger. The Hula Burger was a pineapple slice between two pieces of cheese on a toasted bun. Yes, they actually tried that. I'm going to say mahalo, but no mahalo to that one. Um, The McHot Dog they tried. The McCrab, McCrab cake, that was test marketed in my home state of Maryland, the seafood capital of the world. And I tried it way back in the day. And I gotta tell you, it was not well received for good reason. Um they tried the McSpaghetti. I think most people just passed it on that one. Um onion nuggets, yuck, Angus burger. Be careful how to spell that one. You don't leave out any letters. Um the McDLT. I remember that one, the McDLT was marketed in like a double-sided styrofoam container, and you open it up, and they're, they're marketing with that is like one side keeps it hot, one side keeps it cold. So you would get your burger, you'd open it, on one side would be the hot burger on the bun. I don't know if that was a slice of cheese or not, but if it did, that would be all melty. Then on the other side, the cold stuff, the lettuce, tomato, pickle, et cetera. And it was your job to smack the sandwich together so you had the, hot, the beauty of the hot and cold. It was a flop. I think one of the reasons it was a flop is that the polystyrene container was pretty much considered an environmental disaster. So the McLobster Roll, how about that one? I remember being at the airport in Manchester, New Hampshire in the 90s, and I ordered a McLobster Roll. And I'll t- I mean, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. It was a flop. Um, McStuffins, McStuffins was kind of the hot pocket of fast food and the big and tasty. I never heard of that one. My point is these were all flops, but McDonald's tried them all. And in your dental practice, sometimes whether you're thinking about, um, you know, some new procedures or some marketing or some customer service things you're going to do in your practice, some things you want to do with your team, you got to try new things. And I guarantee you, if you try a bunch of new things and you're creative and you've got guts they will not all work. But just like McDonald's, you got to try them because that comes to the even more important guarantee. If you want to move your practice forward, increase your revenues, provide a better patient experience, get more new patients, et cetera, et cetera, and you just keep doing the things the way you're doing them and you never try anything new, well, I guarantee you nothing will happen. So that's my guarantee. Okay. Three, marketing lessons from the folks with the golden arches. Shoot, that was a lot of stuff. I think we better get to our mystery shopper call soon. Um, Just real quickly, I want to remind you, yes, we love stacks for our credit card processing at the Matto Center. And you should, too, because they don't charge that nasty, nasty overage fee. Right now, they're running a special two months of processing, your first two months of processing at no charge. You still have to pay Visa, MasterCard, Amex, of course, but your processing fees will be waived for two months. Plus, you get a free terminal. Go to madow.com slash save to learn more. M-A-D-O-W dot com slash S-A-V-E. Low flat monthly fee, no percentage. You can save money every month like we do at the Mado Center. And if you're interested in a surcharging option where you actually charge your patients the credit card processing fee so you don't have to pay anything, I don't know. Some people love it. Some people don't. I've spoken to a bunch of dentists who have been very happy with the way it's worked out. You can go to madow.com slash zero or as we say here in Baltimore, slash 0 dot com slash zero to learn more about that. Okay, let's go to our mystery shopper calls. I know so many of you consider this to be uh, the highlight of the podcast, so I hope you enjoy. I did something pretty easy, or I thought it was pretty easy, um, this month. This month, we do a podcast more than once a month, this episode. <laughs> I've got so many things going on in my head, I'm so excited. Uh, This episode, I just called three offices. I said, hey, I used to live in another state. I live here now. I know I need some crowns. I have Delta Dental. How does that work? So remember now, I'm calling an office. I'm saying, I know I need a bunch of crowns. I want a bunch of crowns. I just want to find out how my insurance works. Do you think they gave me a succinct answer and invited me to become a patient of the practice? Let's find out. Here, we'll go over to Command Central here. Call number one.
1: Dental care, Denise speaking. May I help you?
0: Yeah, I have a question for you.
2: Um, I, I was told by my dentist in Ohio about a year ago that I need two crowns, and I'm ready to get those done. So I just have a couple, like, insurance payment questions for you.
1: I can try to help you, but we don't quote prices over the phone.
2: Okay. I wasn't asking for prices. Um no, first of all do I you just take, want to let you know. <laughs> okay. Do you take Delta Dental Insurance? Yes, we do. Okay. So I understand that um on a crown, for example, they pay a percentage of that. What percentage would they pay typically?
1: Normally if you it depends on what type of insurance that you have. I mean, what did you choose? Do you remember what you chose as far as your options were? Like most dental insurance, like if you come in for a routine check-up and cleaning, that's normally covered at 100% mm-hmm. with most insurances. Some people have 80% coverage, which means you're responsible okay. for 20. Now, with fillings and stuff like that, like fillings, root canals, build-ups, stuff like that, that's normally covered at 80% with most insurances. And then you're responsible okay. for your 20% plus any deductible that you might have. With major services, some people have 80% coverage, some people have 50%. It's normal to have 50% coverage. For okay, is a crown
2: 20%. a major service? Is that major? Yes
1: sir. yes, sir. Like crowns, bridges, dentures, partials, all of that is a major service.
2: That's major. Okay, any major yes, dude will tell you that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say that I get crowns done and then my insurance – Um, Pays half. Do I need to pay the half right away or is there a financial option? Yes, they will expect
1: you to pay your half plus your deductible up front.
2: Okay, great. Well, I think I understand that then. Thank you so much.
1: You're very welcome, sir. You have a nice day.
2: Bye. Bye -bye. You have a great one. Bye.
0: You have a very nice day. I told you I need two crowns, I told you I have insurance. Why didn't she say the first step will be to come on in for an examination and a cleaning that will be covered by your insurance? And the doctor can take a look and see if he or she um, thinks that's the treatment you need. Anything, come on, no attempt to get the patient. In. She also just talked too much. Like, I, I didn't say I wanted to hear about fees. The first thing she started was very negative. I just want to tell you, we don't quote fees. Uh, we don't quote fees. I didn't ask you for fees. Let's start with something positive. That's great that you have Delta Dental Insurance. We participate with insurance. It's excellent. We're glad to help you. Let's start with something positive. And then, of course, never invited me and She did to Have a nice day, though. That was very nice. Have a nice day. Okay. You have a nice day, too. But you will never meet me. Next try.
3: Thank you for calling. If you are a new patient, please press 1. If you are an existing patient, please press 2.
4: Dental. Please note, all calls are recorded for quality assurance. Para español, oprima cinco. For Invisalign and orthodontics, please press one. For pediatric dentistry, please press two. Implants and oral surgery, please press three. For adult and family dentistry, please press four.
2: Well, I'll press four. Can what else there would be.
3: Good morning. Dental, this is Heidi. How can I help you?
2: Hi, I've got a question for you. Um, my dentist in Ohio, who I saw last year, told me I needed two crowns, and I, I haven't gotten them done yet. And I'm, I think I'm ready to do that. So I just have a question about insurance coverage and that kind of stuff. Okay, um, what's the question? First of all, okay, my insurance is called Delta Dental. Do you take that at your office? We do, yes. Good. So typically – Does Delta pay a percentage? Do they pay the whole thing on a crown? How does that work?
3: Um, So it all depends on which um, benefits you have elected. Um, Usually, um, from what I've noticed, um, it's common for them to cover it um, 50%, meaning 50% would be your um, coinsurance, and then uh, plus whatever deductible if you have any.
2: Okay. So let's say I get two crowns. I'm not sure how much they are. Um, How much is a crown typically?
3: Um, I'm not able to uh, give you that information just because we're not sure. Um, there are two, there are different types of crowns that you can get, and then the fees also depend on what insurance you have.
2: Oh, so you charge different fees for different insurance?
3: That's correct. Yes.
2: Wow, is that legal?
3: That, it, that's the legal way to do it because we have contracted rates with each insurance.
2: So the legal way is to charge a different fee for different insurance. Okay. So um, so let's say i I Delta, you pay you know the crowns certain amount i have to pay half um That's do correct. i have to pay that mm-hmm. ha- do i have to pay that half like right away or are there are financial options how does that work
3: so um depending on um the crowns um because you are able to do the crowns um both of them at the same time it just depends on what what teeth numbers they are um, and you would pay um, you can you have the option to pay them all together uh, or you can do like half and half, meaning you can do half one day and then half when you come back and um, get them delivered because it doesn't, we don't, you don't leave with the crowns. It's temporary.
2: Oh, ah, so it takes two appointments.
3: Yes. Usually okay. it's about um, two weeks.
2: Two weeks. Okay. Yeah, I think if they said it was tooth number, um, tooth number 14 and tooth number 36, I believe. I could be wrong though.
3: Yeah, um, you don't, there's no tooth number 36. But if that's the oh. case, um, then it would it that they that would be two a different sides of the mouth. So then you would have you mm-hmm. would come in separately time separate times.
2: Oh, so Actually, you can't do both crowns at the same time.
3: Um, it's not ideal just because they are on separate sides of your mouth, meaning that they have to, do you have to um get get numb. So then the doctor wouldn't prefer to um numb both sides.
2: I see. Because I will be talking about this. I, I got it. Okay. Exactly. Um, okay so i think i understand the whole picture there thank you so much for the info
3: of course
0: okay
2: bye bye now
0: oh wow Uh, first of all the phrase when you get the crowns delivered It's kind of internal terminology. If you just said that to a a non-dental person, which 99.9% of our patients are, I I would think I'd be like waiting at home and Grubhub would would knock on my door and say, here's your crowns, they're all delivered for you. It's like, you know, put in place, inserted, cemented, I I don't care what term you use, but delivered, I think makes no sense to a patient. You're going to get your crowns delivered. It sounds like you'd be waiting for the FedEx or the Grubhub. Um, I also love how I told her I had I needed crowns on tooth 14 and 36. So obviously I have no idea what I'm talking about and I'm relaying this information incorrectly, but she still assumed they were on different sides of the mouth. I mean, come on, let's get the patient in for a consult or an exam or something, which as you may notice, she made no attempt to do. Well, she was kind of amusing though, wasn't she? Okay, let's do one more call. Maybe we can do a little bit better with our final call of the day.
1: Thank you for calling DDSPC, press 1 for returning patients, press 2 for new patients, like a
0: train press
1: 3 for all other inquiries, transferring your call. Remember you can always book an appointment 24-7 using our website.
0: Train number 74, the Asala to New York will leave on gate 6 in 3 minutes. Oh, so I can help you. Hi, I've got a question for you. Um, I
2: I ha- yes. had my last dental exam. It was when I lived in Ohio, like a year ago, and they told me I needed three crowns. So, um, I think I'm ready to get those. But I just have a question about insurance. Okay. So, um, I have Delta Dental. Do you take that?
4: Yes, we do. Uh
2: huh. And does that um cover the cost of crowns usually?
4: Um, you see, num. I would have to check your benefits but most of the time they only cover fifty percent. So if let's just say you can get three crowns, I mean let me see, because for one crown you would have to you will have a copay and that'll be mm-hmm. six fifty. So copay six fifty
2: so that means the crown is thirteen hundred?
4: Yeah, so if you're doing okay. three crowns it'd be one thousand nine hundred
2: and fifty. And that would be my share
4: yeah that's your copay
2: right my copay um and mm-hmm. do I have to pay that all at once, like when I get the crowns done, or do you have different options for that?
4: So usually you could do that you could pay it all at once, or what we could do is you could pay half of that 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 for the day you come in for that appointment, and then you could pay the other half the two weeks later when, you, when she puts in the 'cause when she puts the actual crown in,
2: oh so you don't get the actual crown first.
4: Uh, No, you'll have a temporary crown put in first, and then she'll Mm -hmm. send it over to the lab, the mold to the lab so that, you know, they can do the crown, and then you'll come back in two weeks, uh, and she'll put the actual crown in. Mm -hmm.
2: And and if I want to pay everything up front on the first visit, would I get a discount for that?
4: Uh, That? (laughs) You would have to ask the doctor about that. I'm not really sure. It's up to her what she says.
2: (laughs) Okay, that's what she says. And, um... (laughs) Yeah. And... And, and what's the mold? There's, like, mold in the tooth, you mean? Like, they have to remove the mold from the tooth?
4: Yeah, I think so. I'm not, you see, I'm like, really moldy, sure.
2: like, like, the moldy, uh, like the, the um, broccoli in my fridge right now, it, like, has mold.
4: Uh-huh.
2: Is that what it's yeah. like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Well, I think I understand, then, how the whole thing works. Thank you so much.
4: Okay, you're welcome. If you want to schedule right. an appointment, that's up to you whenever you want.
2: It's up to me, It's free country, right?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, all right, cool. All right, well, thank you so much.
4: All right, you're welcome.
0: Have a nice okay, day. bye. Oh, you have bye. a really beautiful
2: day. Thanks.
4: Bye.
0: Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I mean, of all the crazy things she did, she almost got it somewhat right at the end. Said, well, you know, you got to come in and take the mold, they didn't show so There's gonna be this, or, and they go, I don't know. Then she said some pretty crazy things, but then at the end, she like. Started offering me an appointment, but they said, Well, you can come in and you don't have to. It's up to you. <laughs> oh, man. Why not just say, Let's make an appointment? Uh, you know, given the choice, many people will say, No facts. <laughs> I don't know. Freedom of choice is what we got, but freedom from choice is what we want, in the immortal words of the Bandivo or somewhere close. Wow. Three crazy calls. I'd have to say, Oh, four, three, but I liked listening to them. And if you like listening to them, Hey, do all your colleagues a favor, your dental, dentists and dental team members throughout the world and go on wherever you're listening or watching the dental practice Fixers podcast and give us a five star or a thumbs up or whatever the rating system is. And if you've got an extra few seconds, if you could write a very kind review, we'd really, really appreciate it. That's how we keep the lights on around here, as they say, by spreading the word and helping more and more dental practices across the world which is really our goal so hey i hope you enjoyed this episode of the dental practice fixers and again if you did give us a good rating and a little review if you have a second to help others enjoy it as well i am dr richard maddow co-founder of the maddow center for dental practice success you can reach me at rich r-i-c-h at m-a-d-o-w that's com, and i'll talk to you soon thanks bye